So I'm still gonna play some music in the background and give us a nice little little vibe. God damn, it's hot. Start singing to the top of her lungs. All the words. So, you know me. I start singing back up. Mm-hmm. So, mama just shaking her head like. Somebody got to sing back up. Somebody got to sing back up. The older lady that was sitting at the table with us was cracking up. She thought we were hilarious. I said, this lady going to go home and tell everybody, these young girls, I like these little young girls. Because we helped her out the whole time. She was sitting right there because, you know, she was older. She mm-hmm. had a little walker thing. But she had old people, they all, why do old people always get like three, four obituaries? Like, what do you need three, four obituaries for? For the people that can't make it, give me an obituary. It's like, I'm not going to get copies of your fucking call off. No, you get your own damn obituary. Yeah, but shit, the obituary don't mean shit if your motherfucking name ain't in the bitch for real. When I went to, um, so working for Arrow, I let them know, I said, this is my friend. But he's also my other employer. Mm-hmm. I said, I have to be there because he is my friend. You know? They yeah. said, well, is your name going to be on a bitch? I said, no. But his company will. And I can send you my emails if need be. I'm not asking for pay. I'm just asking for the day off. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the pay. Now, it was like maybe two, because, you know, his mom worked at the hospital. She, mm-hmm. just, she just left last year. It was only like maybe two or three of us from the hospital that actually came and you know, and I'm like, shit, I ain't coming for you, H. I'm coming for me. I knew Mix. Right. You know, like, yeah, I knew Miss Pam from working at the hospital, but I knew Mix. Before I even met Miss Pam, I knew Mix. So that's who the fuck I'm coming to. I, I, don't, I don't care who say what. Yeah, that was just crazy. Yeah. That shit, man. It was just like to see all them grown men crying like that and to remember the bond that all of them had. Like, they was just talking about it. Like, they didn't argue. They didn't fight. They didn't do none of that shit with each other. They remained friends. Like, you know how some, you know, some friends, most friends, you know, at least one time have a falling out. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, but that's just... Friendship, because, you know, you ain't going to always agree with everything your friend do or everything your friend say, whatever, whatever. And the pastor was talking about that. He was like, you know, the three different kinds of love, um, the friendly love, the erotic love, and the love that, you know, agape, you know. 
love, right. unconditional love for everybody. And um, he was talking about like you know, you always want that friendship love. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, shit, you gotta break that shit all the way down because a lot of people don't know that there's three different meanings to the word love. Right. You know what I'm saying? You see that arm? That was you. That's me. <laughs> man, I'm gonna miss that smile, man. He um like like I said, the last time I kicked it with him, kicked it with him was at the East Tech game night. Okay. And that was the last time like I really like got to kick it with him. Like, yeah, I seen him on social media, but to actually kick, kick it, it with kick my it. nigga. Like, that was the last time I had kicked it with him, and the first time I had kicked it with him in years. You know, like, because, like I said, shit, I went off and had a baby after high school. You know, everybody else was still kicking it, doing they one, too. Mm-hmm. I was at home being a mommy. You know, so I didn't get to go and kick it with everybody else and all of that shit. And that's what that was. You know. That was, um, you know, I used to kick it, I used to kick it a lot with Elijah Wan, mm-hmm. um, Zanon, mm-hmm. um, and Elijah Wine married now, shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always going with a sister-in-law. Not like kicking like that. You know, go out, we all no, go no, out. No. Yeah. We all go out, you know, mixing them. And for whatever reason, that night, I'm sure more people were there. But I only remember me, Shaniqua, Sierra, and Mix. I don't remember who else was there. This dude named Jimmy. Some white dude. I don't know who he was. He was just in the bowl now. I remember something else from that night. Aw, shit. It has nothing to do with anybody we know. Well, anybody y'all know, I know. We were there. We had paid. We were in line to pay for our stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And this dude... I was fucking with off and on, got in line behind us with his girl. Oh, shit. And I turned around, and I saw him, and I turned back around, because you know what? It's not my place. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know what's so weird? He was texting me all day today. All day today. Yeah. Trying to catch up with me. Now, I done had... They've been on Facebook. I was on Facebook dating all last week doing fuckery. Because I was like, I deleted my shit. I'll be on Facebook dating doing all kind of fun. Uh-huh. Because uh, I'm an asshole. I talk an asshole with shit. Mm-hmm. And you ask me a dumb question, I'm going to give you a dumber answer. Just like that. The one dude was like, so you got a job? What you do? I'm like, I don't work. I sell pussy for a living. I tell people I work at the gas station. Mm-mm. I say, I sell pussy for a living. You trying to buy something? You're an asshole. I will block you immediately. I said, what type like, of question is that to fucking ask somebody? Like, the, before the, you the say, hi, how are you? My name's so-and-so. What's your name? Can we get to know each other? Then ask, well, what is your occupation? Mm-hmm. Don't just ask me flat out right what you do for a living. I sell pussy. I work Because I feel some kind of way that you just asked me that. I ain't asked you. What the fuck you do for a living yet? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I even like you enough to even care to want to know what, what the fuck you, you do for a living. I don't mm-hmm. care. And now I really don't care. Like the one dude I was talking to, he like, um, that I had, uh, 
click like on and he was like, oh, you so beautiful and yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but dude, your profile say you don't want a chick with kids. So there. Or you don't want a, a chick who don't have time for you because she takes care of her kids. He like, well, no, that ain't what I meant. I said, but that's what your bio says. That's mm -hmm. how it's coming off. So a woman of my stature who takes care of her kids but also takes care of her business, baby, I would barely have time for you. And you wouldn't like me. Nope. So, therefore, you are very great to look at. You're beautiful eye candy, but I can't fuck with you. Because he had commented on, up under my picture, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, thank you, but I can't fuck with you. I ain't got what you're looking for. My kids come before any nigga. Period. And I only got the one little kid. My son don't give a fuck about you. But I got the one little kid. And my one little kid gonna come before you and any other name that didn't come out of me. Right. And that's how I felt about that. Like, man, you got me fucked up. Like, I don't know what type of bitches you used to fuck them with. And then he was like, well, you know, some chicks, they use that as an excuse. And I was thinking in my head, well... Why did they want to make that excuse? What did you do? Right. You had to have done something for them to use that as an excuse. For them, not just yeah. her. Them. For them to use that as an excuse to not want to see you. It's something with you, baby. It's not just chicks that, oh, I ain't got no babysitter. You can't come over because my kid's there. Like, it's a reason bitches is doing you like that. But we got to figure out this. Why is these bitches doing this? And I can tell just by your pictures and the energy that you give off from your bio, you a cocky-ass nigga. And I ain't talking about cocky as in your size. I'm talking about you're conceited. It ain't yeah. a cocky. It, it has to be about you. Yeah. And it's like, don't get me wrong, you know. I like a cocky nigga. I have a confidence in I don't want you too cocky to where you just, you know... Like, your whole just, ooh, like, that person you were talking about prior to us pressing report. Mm -hmm. You're not confident, you're cocky, mm -hmm. to the point where you're conceited, and it's like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I do like my nigga to have a certain amount of confidence and walk with his nuts held high, or his nuts swinging low, or his dick swinging. Yeah, wherever the nuts and the dick need to be, that's what I like about my man. Um... I like a quiet, confident nigga, too. A nigga who ain't gonna just put it out there that I'm the shit. But you know, you the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, them the type of niggas that I like. You know, um, and that's just, I don't know, that's just how it's always been for me since I was younger. Girl, oh, I don't know the fuck I'm gonna do. So, um, my medicinal man, my, 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 uh, mm -hmm. you know, my pharmacist. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, me and him used to fuck around back in the day, but we didn't ever fuck. Mm -hmm. We used to go together. You know okay. what I'm saying? Do all the kissing, humping, all that shit, but I would never let... Jeans! I would never let him have sex with me. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had to think about it last night, like, why would I never let this boy fuck me? But I knew what it was. To me, he wasn't the clean, cleanliest. We talked about this before. Yeah. He wore the same shit three, four days straight. Um, 
And it wasn't like he couldn't wash his clothes or nothing like that. He just that. chose not to. He just chose not to. And he would wear like the same outfits. Like his mama got him a couple outfits when he came, when he finally started school at East Tech. And that's when I was like digging him because he was cute. Fresh outfits. But then I just got to noticing you keep wearing the same shit over and over again. And you can't tell me that shit passes sniff test every day. Exactly. So at the end of the day, you know, sometimes, especially like when you take your shoes off, your shit was stink. And you know, that's like a whole ass turn off. But I could, I didn't really realize what the fuck the smell was until, you know, I got a little bit older and started realizing, like, oh, that's, that's what, what that was. was. You know, so, um, but I just always, and then I always let my friends, you know, they're like, that dirty ass boy, why you talking to him? Jermaine, dirty ass, And that's just how that whole conversation would go. So that was one of the reasons why I just wouldn't, I would think that was the main reason why I would never. That's a good ass reason why. I would never just let him have sex with me. Like, mm -hmm. no. Now, granted, here we are, we're damn near 40. Now you want some, and I don't want to give you none. Because it's the, it's the, um, mm, I remember. He like, you still my girlfriend, we didn't even break up, I'm like. <laughs> then on top of that. You cool with the cannibal. <coughs> you cool with the cannibal. I can't just be fucking with you. And then you told me when you found out I was fucking with the cannibal that you wasn't going to fuck with me because I was fucking the cannibal. As in saying that the cannibal was a nasty nigga and you wasn't fucking after him. So, when you said that, if, and this is a huge ass if, if, I had any type of inkling to want to give you some, mm -hmm. you blew it with that comment. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? Why do you want, why? You don't want to fuck me. You don't want to fuck me when I was fucking peanut. You don't want to fuck me now. So at the end of the day, no, love. I smile in your face, hi, hi, he, he. You gonna always be my nigga. I'm gonna always have love for you. But, cause you know, his mom loved the shit out of me. I seen her in the grocery store one day after Duda was born. Duda had to be like maybe four, five months. He right. was still in a little carrier. And um, we in Dave's, you know, I got him in his little snowsuit and shit. And she like, oh my God, I ain't seen you. Da -da -da. She's like, this your baby? I'm like, she's like, you know this is supposed to be my grandbaby. Well, your son didn't want to do what the fuck. And then by me not, I couldn't do shit but respect it. I'm not giving him no pussy. Uh -huh. He's going to go get, somebody's going to give him some pussy. It ain't going to be me. But somebody's going to give him some pussy. So I could, like I told him, I said, I was mad that you was fucking Ruby, but I wasn't mad. Because at the end of the day, I was not giving you anything. Right. And you had already been fucking prior to me, so I know that's what you wanted. Right. 
I'm like, and all the people that you accused me of fucking, I was not fucking. I'm like, dude, I literally did not have sex for, I did not have sex until, see, it was like literally a year, like a whole ass year. Like I lost my virginity to nail. We fucked like two, three times after he took my virginity. Then I didn't have sex no more until that next following summer. Oh, yeah, I had a fucking problem from jumping. And, but it was like I couldn't find nobody that I like really, really mm -hmm. liked like that that I would just let fuck me. Um, then when Patrick got out of jail and he was from Longwood as well, mm -hmm. um, Cause, and that was another thing. Like, Patrick's niggas was, was from Longwood. Mm -hmm. They all knew Jermaine because Jermaine was from Longwood, but mm -hmm. he didn't run in their circle. So, he, um, when they found out that I talked to, I used to talk to Patrick, they was like, my nigga said, what's up when he come home? I'm like, what? I'm like, when y'all talk to me, but come to find out, he had told him, he was like, do a girl named Brandy still go to tech? And it was like, Brandy, that was her last name. And when he said my last name, Leon, like, I got homeroom with her. So when I came to homeroom the next day, he like, hey, my nigga got a message for you. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, ooh, 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 you know they know me. Right. And he like, Patrick, Corey. And I'm like, he like, he said he'd be home in a couple months and he wants you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Couple months went past. I'm on my way to the corner store one day, which is at 55th, and I see all of them walking across 55th. And they're like, B, what's up? Yeah, da, 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 da. And I'm like, hey, you know, you know, I ain't thinking nothing of it. And hey, we about to go see Patty Wag. And I'm like, okay. But by this point, Jermaine had already been fucking Ruby. So, who the hell is Ruby? Ruby went to tech for a hot second. Um, she had a star crunch face. Like, real star bad acne. Face. Like, real bad acne, and she was dark skinned. Where's she from? Uh, I And she's actually Ben Wallace's little sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, she was cool. But I think she had her own little issues or whatever. But for a while, I didn't like her because of her fucking Jermaine. Mm -hmm. But then once I started fucking with Patrick, I had to get over that shit because I'm like... And not only that, in the beginning, y'all tell you when they broke up, but if that's what he was after, the writer was on the wall, so... Yeah. So, but no, that's what officially broke us up was me, Maria, me, Maria, Shalina, all of us, we was all, we had just left off of 38th and we was catching the bus downtown so we could all part ways and go home. Mm -hmm. And um, as we were on the bus and we were riding past, I saw him and her together and it was walking and holding hands. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, and they immediately, you better not be mad over both them dirty motherfuckers. They both dusty. Don't you, do you bet not? 
And I did, then I had to like look at it at that like. Okay, you're right. I'm not you I'm not mad at that. So that was in like June, right when school let out, like the last couple of days of school. And a month and a half later Patrick came home. After that, I had no other I didn't give a fuck what he did, how he did it, who he did it with. That's how whatever. Bye bye. Cause Patrick called me like, hey, you know that nigga just slapped the shit out of Ruby down here? I'm like, oh. But he is possessive. Like, that's another reason why I won't fuck him now. You're possessive. I don't have no time for no possessive ass nigga. Cause we gonna start fucking, you can get to feeling some kind of motherfucking way. And I ain't even on trying to be nobody's motherfucking woman right now. If you trying to be in a rotation of niggas, then by all means, jump in a rotation. But it ain't finna be no me and you. Right. That shit is completely fucking dead. Because mm-hmm. I told myself, I don't do street niggas no more, baby. Like, all this shit that you're doing right now, being in the streets, doing, and don't get me wrong. Yes, that's bringing money in to whoever you fucking with. But it's not going to be me. I can't live that life no more. I don't know. I can't live my life wondering whether we're going to have to do a GoFundMe to bury your ass because a nigga jealous or some shit like that or the nigga been following you home and want to run up and down because he think you got more than what the fuck you do. I don't want to live like that. Right. That is a scary way to fucking live. Have you ever seen um, on Netflix a show called On My Block? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Welcome to Somebody's Gotta Say It. What we all gonna say it? It's your girl, the HBIC, the queen of podcasts in the land. Be Christine. What up, y'all? Greetings. Jesse Lane is here. Um, Stroke is out of the building. He with his cheerings. He took him to Halloween. Um, he tried to do it last week, but his other little munchkin was sick, and he didn't want to get all the other munchkins sick. So... Um, for those that do not know, Stroke is like the ultimate daddy. Um, he gardens. Yeah, he actually gardens. He's like our residential hippie, Dr. CB. Um, he's great with kids. He's great with plants. Um, oh, this is song. This is my shit. I'm sorry. This mix speaking to us. Cause they said this is one of his favorite songs and they played this shit. It was like, y'all got to get up and dance to this. And that's when they put the big-ass cut-out picture of him uh-huh. in the middle of the dance floor. Man. Bag it up. A girl like you, a nigga like me, can't pass it up. Put it in reverse and bag it up. Now, what's so crazy? He is so short. A-ball? Yeah. Short and rounded shit still to this day. That was the funny. They look like the number 10 standing there on stage. Like, that, I, just, I saw them 2019 right before the shutdown. Well, not right before the shutdown, but, like, I went to that old school, Dirty South tour. And that's how you know, you know there's a lot of foreground background. Uh-huh. Right uh-huh. Bitch, you's a bitch. You's a bitch. You don't want... Drama. And of course, Cornbread got up there and showed his ass on the dance floor. I'm sure he did. You know, he can't go nowhere. I thought, like, maybe, like, 
Okay, he old. He don't fuck around like shit. That nigga got back there and got to do with that shit. And that long ass leg lifted oh up. God. I'm like, uh-huh. this nigga still got it. Did he get married? Yeah, but I don't think he was there with his wife. I don't know if they still together. Put it okay, like I that. I've seen this more recently than that. Because I seen that he was at Gibbs. Mm-hmm. And I told Cornbread, congratulations, because I thought he'd already gotten there. Mm-hmm. But they were just still engaged at the time. Uh-huh. I know for a long time while he was buried, he wasn't on social media. Okay. So when he popped back up on social media, I don't ever see pictures of him and his wife, so I'm thinking they're not together no more. Mm. So Cornbread, Cornbread always had it in him to be a whore magnet. He got the charisma, he got the smile, he can make you laugh. Bitches flock to him just because of that. And he not ugly. And he tall and bow-legged and the package matched the package. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. That's the one I was like, nah, mm -mm. I'm cool, I like my walls. I think you're going to tear my whole insides out. I'm cool, no. That was one of them ones. Matter of fact, and that was before Jermaine came on the scene. That's why a certain person don't like me to this day because she thinks I fucked him. Somebody that used to, he was in love with. He was in love with her. Well, it's been a great show. We're going to go off the air now. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. Um, a she's, a, she's a great hairstylist at this point. No, she wasn't a cheerleader. She was too big to be a cheerleader at that point. She ain't that big now. That hang with... Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. came right in my head and I forgot that yeah. she went to hair school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's her and um, I can't think of the other girl name, but I can see her. Now, I give her credit where credit is due. She's really good at what she does. She does Simone's hair a lot. We talked about... Remember me and her talked about Depo uh-huh. before. And um, she was saying how it blew her up. Who? Carmen? No. No, who was she used to hang with? Denise? Yeah. Denise was saying it blew her up. It did. It did. She was never as big as she is now. Well, as big as she had gotten. Mm-hmm. She always had a shape. She was always shapely. Uh, she always had a, a, a nice ass. Denise always had a nice ass shape. I've been knowing Denise mm-hmm. since... Shit, we was about nine, ten years old. It took me a second to put them together. Yeah. I've been knowing her since we was about nine. To, believe it or not, me and Carmen used to be best fucking friends in junior high school. But, okay, so they were, were they together in high school? Who? Them two? Yeah. No. Another case of I let my friends dictate who I date. No, no, no. Those two. Were those two together? No. Uh, that, so was a, that was I... a case of I, let, I like him, but I let my friends oh. dictate. Who I fuck with. Because, because think about it. Cornbread wasn't the flyest nigga in school. You know what I'm saying? He was another one that kind of wore, because of his situation, and he was so big. You know, he was one of them ones that kind of wore, like, the same shit all the time. Stuff like that. I don't remember ever seeing him wrinkled. No, not at all. Not at all. No smell, no nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And think about a mother trying to take care of a child like that. I understand because I Exactly. But longer than the motherfucking train station. Mm -hmm. And feet big as shit. 
You know, you got to feed this motherfucker because his stomach is a bottomless pit. That was a lot. And when you on the outside looking in and your friends, because your friends doing what they doing and fucking with who they fucking with, feel like you should be fucking with a nigga of this stature, but that ain't the nigga stat- the niggas of that stature ain't looking at you like that. He looking at you with all the love and in the world. I always thought they were together. No, they were never. He loved her, but she would never, like, fully just go with him because of she was scared of what everybody would say to her. And it was like, why? Who cares? Like, be with that boy. If you like him like that and he love you like that, be with him. Mm-hmm. He done made you happy. Yep. But you didn't do that. Because he's not a bad dude. At all. And he, like, again, he fine as hell. He not bad on the eyes. Never was. I got to tell my mama, too. He asked about her. He like, man, how your mom doing? Because he used to go up to Rockefeller all the time, you know, when my little sister was going there. Because he used to go to Rockefeller. Okay. And um, Mr. Polander and all of them would bring him up there, you know, to talk to the kids and shit like that. And, you know, the kids, oh, my, my, my my baby sister, oh, she loved her some fucking cornbread. She thought cornbread was the motherfucking bee's knees. Oh, my God. Cornbread to come up to that school, get to doing the basketball tricks and shit, and then throwing the basketball up in there, picking the kids up, and them kids loved that shit. That's when, I, when they said he was a kindergarten teacher. I said, that makes perfect fucking sense. Kids love him, and he loved kids. So, to honestly know that, he turned out way better than what they gave him credit for. So it's it, like, it to me, thing. it's like you should be kicking yourself in the ass because you could have been with that man. Even like, okay, we're sitting here talking to, to Joe the other day. It's certain people you looked at in school mm-hmm. and said, damn, they're doing it. And other people, I didn't get that vibe. At all. Him, I never got that Ever. Vibe. He's too Ever. charismatic to fail. That's what I was saying. His personality alone mm-hmm. was just off the charts. Like, he brought so much energy to a room. And he still brings that same energy. I will never forget when him, I don't know who the other person was, they came through the cheerleading practice in their uh, pads. They didn't have the shoulder pads on, but they had their pants with the leg pads. And trying to tell us who was doing cartwheels wrong. And try to teach us how to do cartwheel. And you remember them rails on the windows? <coughs> I had to get up there and show them. Like, no, you know what you're talking about. I got up on that rail and it split. Get out of here, football players. Cornbread came the year after all the fine-ass football players were gone. Bird them baby, all them niggas in them damn football pants. Like I didn't even like football, but I liked when they suited up to go to their games. I would be in the hallway like this. It was this one play. I cannot remember what field we was playing on, but I remember Cornbread was in the end zone, and they tried to throw it to him like two or three times. And it's like his long ass arms just couldn't catch it. Damn. I was on the sidelines. Waiting chair, and I could not remember. Like, I remember, and I remember a lot of stuff. Like, I remember, was okay, I was getting ready to do like this. Yeah, no, nobody passed me that. I remember sitting next to um Darren 
he was there. Darren was there. Yes. I wouldn't expect nothing else. And I had to hug him extra tight because I didn't go to his little brother's funeral. His brother died? His brother, yes, he got killed back in the summer. What? Yeah. Oh my god. His little fine ass little brother that was in like y'all class again. Yeah. He got killed this wow, this past summer. That. Wait, wait. You heard about it. We I talked about heard, it. I think I heard about it late. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he was so hurt. And he looked like he don't look like he didn't bounce back from it at all. Like and a lot of them was in a day, so it's like Cornbread was in a complete daze at first, so cause we was like the flower girls. We took the flowers out. Mm-hmm. To put into the uh, the family car, and um, Cornbread was standing there. And I walked up to him. I'm like, "What up, nigga?" And he, "Oh shit, hey, I ain't seen you in forever." Cause the last time I seen him, my son was like a year or two old. Uh huh. But that's when I still lived on Quimby. See, when I still lived on Quimby, everybody knew that house. Right. Like everybody who's ever like ever went to school with me, ever grew up with me. They knew my grandmother's house. Like, they even knew the number. Like, if you was looking for me, you was dialing 431-8312. I was, you know, I was I was texting Sierra yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I started to go into how time flies so quick because I still remember that night. This shit was t- literally 10 years ago this month. It's like time flies so fast. Life is in such a way. And we don't talk about it until somebody dies, and a couple weeks later, it dies down. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to have another reunion like we had at Gibbs. All class. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? We need to do that again. Even if it's just to catch up for a minute, even when we reconnect with one or two people. That's why I was saying that, that, that where Mix's repass was at, we should do something there. Because it's a nice-ass spot. It got tables, we could serve food, we could do, uh, you know, it's BYOB, um, get a DJ, big ass dance floor. We would have a great ass time. And it's centrally located right on 105. And nobody fucks around. I could walk right around the corner to my cousin's house on Westchester. I'm in fact, I'm gonna park on Westchester and walk the fuck down. I drive to your car on the way out. Uh huh. We should get that together. Hey, somebody get that together. Yeah, we're going to work on that. we definitely going to work on that. An all-class reunion. At, we do like a meet-and-greet at Oscar spot, and then everybody end up over here at, you know what I'm saying, that way we spread the love amongst everybody. Oscar could get some money, you know. Oh, oh, Lord. We're going to take a pause for the calls. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Okay, so, yeah, we definitely got to get that together. We definitely got to get to, um, getting together when somebody ain't dead, man. That shit is for the birds. That's the one thing I do agree. Like I said, the, 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 the deacon, bishop, pastor, whatever he was that gave the eulogy, he hit on a lot of points. Start kicking it. It ain't got to be no birthday, anniversary. Just get together just because. He even hit on the government a little bit. And then he was like, you know what? I ain't going to go there. I only got an hour. And he did what he had to do. He's like, he's like I can keep going. Not have y'all in here for a while. But I'm going to, you know, chill. That's what I say. He, he, he had some points. Yeah. You know. 
And that major point was we need to start getting together more. So, you remember, I was, okay, this one's tying to two points, okay? Uh-huh. So one is going to lead to the other, mm-hmm. okay? Remember back in the day when, like, every holiday everybody was together? Uh-huh. And it was barely nobody messing. Uh-huh. And as we got older, such son had to work and couldn't make it, you know? Other kids got older going to their friends' houses, which is not uncommon, you know? But the core family was still there, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, I was talking to um, one of my friends I grew up with, uh-huh. and um, we were talking about, because our parents grew up married, both, mm-hmm. of us had, both of our parents had four kids, mm-hmm. on the same street, mm-hmm. you know, both the fathers were like industrial, both the women were like, you know, um, they had thought-provoking jobs, mm-hmm. IT, and one was a teacher, you know. So, you know, salaries were comparable. Our parents could kick it, go to block parties, this, that, and third. But our generation has to work two to three jobs Mm -hmm. just to fucking make it. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, in order for ourselves to survive, because survival of yourself is first... Not there are only that, you can't do as much as you would like to. Not only that, so many people hold on to bullshit. Yeah. And he hit on that, too. He said, you know, you mad at so-and-so for not giving you a scoop of green beans at the family reunion five years ago. So you ain't speaking to so-and-so. that raggedy bitch. Right. She ain't put the potatoes in the green beans. Right. You know, shit like that. And it's like, why are you mad at that? I don't know what potatoes do the green beans, but they so fucking good. Man, add some mushrooms and some onions. It's... Ooh. Baby, listen. Yes. Man, man. Oh, you missed it. Even though we didn't. Stop telling what the fuck I missed. Listen, even though we did not have a show Monday, I cooked Sunday with all intentions on having a show Monday and we eat. Well, we had a self care day. Yeah, we had a self. Everybody was going through some shit. I was putting my house together. Um. For those who don't know, I was living like a whole ass college kid for a long ass time. Um, Agreed. Um, bags of clothes everywhere. But I ain't gonna lie. No pictures up. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no pictures on the walls. No mirrors. No, no, nothing that made it look like a home. It was just I had some shit and that was it. And a TV. It was a storage place with a bed and TV. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, so I I took the time to get it back together. And I and I would say this. Prior to the twins being here, it looked like a home. Mm-hmm. I had cute little rug, all kind of shit. But, you know, kids gonna be kids, and they fuck up shit. Yep. The first time they came over here and seen that I had this shit and highs games and shit inside the little, uh, inside my TV stand, because I got a TV stand. My TV is no longer on my TV trays. <laughs> um... Again, I was living like a whole college hippie. It was it was just going. Um, so I, I, I have a, a TV stand, and I have inside my TV stand family games. Pop-O-Matic Trouble, uh, Yahtzee, Monopoly. I actually have two Monopoly games. I got a couple of deck of cards, all different kind of little shit. Them little motherfuckers was here for five minutes, just... 
five minutes and all that shit was on the floor and then they left. I'm like, God damn it. I just, so I had to clean all that shit up again and vacuum again because I didn't know whether they had crumbs and shit on them. So yeah, um, since we talking about kids, um, Charlize Theron. Now we've made mention of her before about the shit that she's doing and nobody's like truly, truly calling a real attention to it because she's a superstar actress, but it's very troubling what she's doing. She has two to the world who doesn't really pay attention. She has two daughters. But for those of us who truly pay attention and really read, she has actually two sons that she dresses and have been dressing since they were babies as girls. Now, to the alphabet community, why is this okay? Okay, we need to take it back. Take it back. This isn't an alphabet issue. It's a, this it, is a parenting issue. It's a, but, it, but it speaks to the whole gender. I want I, they should be able to be so whatever they want to be. Babies, how can they say what they want to be? And that's what we're saying. As that's as the yeah part. yeah. So how old are they now? They're shit about seven, eight, three, four, something like that. I wonder if they're going to school. Yes. My question is, and this is this is what a lot of people also don't understand. They pay to have them kids homeschool because, like Madonna's kids, okay, like a lot of them it. are what we would call in-home servants. Okay, they're not really kids. Kids, like. Yeah, they be with the other kids in public. Yeah. Like, in public, yeah, they're, you know. But you had to wonder why it was this wave of rich people going, adopting African babies. Uh And it's like, all these poor-ass white kids over here in America, and y'all ain't adopting none of these kids. And you hear about modern-day slavery, where, you know, shit, law and order. Yeah. Law and order tells you everything. Yeah. There was a girl. But it's, it's not based on the truth. This is not based on any... They had to take that off. They got in trouble for that. The ripped from the headlines. Uh-huh. They got in trouble for that. Yeah. They was telling that shit, Dick Wolf. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. We like you, Dick Wolf. You need to come back. He had all New York undercover, all that shit. Like, man, listen. Beautifulness. Yeah. Homicide, like when he he, that was my show with Yafet Koto. Uh-huh. That was my shit. Me and my grandma used to watch that shit all the goddamn time. Then came Law and Order SVU. Now a lot of people don't know that half the motherfuckers that came from Homicide went to Law and Order. But before that was regular Law and Order. Yeah, but regular so Law and Order wasn't like Homicide. So uh, John Munch. Mm-hmm. Played the same character uh-huh. in four different shows. Uh-huh. Um, for all that time. What's his real name? Richard Belzer. Yeah. And I found out that Hulk Hogan choked him out. When I was watching that show, Dark Side of the Ring, he had a talk show. Richard Belzer had a talk show. I don't remember it. 
but the clip is on the episode of Hulk Hogan. And he kept telling him, you know, do a wrestling move on me, do a wrestling move on me. And he said Hulk Hogan was like so big for his britches and such a fucking jerk at that time. Yeah. He put him in a sleeper. And when he let him go out the sleeper, he fell and cracked his head on the floor. And he sued him. Well, yeah. This nigga, I told you to put me in a wrestling room. I ain't tell you to put me to sleep, bitch. Right, put me in a full Yeah, yeah. Nigga, pick me up. Spin me around and put me down on the ground. Right. You know, fake slam me like you do Snoop Dogg and all them. Like, come on now. That's when I knew wrestling was truly fake for real. When Snoop Dogg's skinny ass was in the damn ring. And all these different damn, I'm like. But if you want to watch one, if you only want to watch one. There's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. But there's this one, this guy called New Jack. Okay? Like New Jack City? Mm-hmm. Black guy. Black guy tell you he fucked up from birth. Okay? When he's talking to you. Mm-hmm. And the shit that he did, he, he passed away, I mm-hmm. think, earlier this year. Like mm-hmm. in May of this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe last year. But um, he hasn't been gone for a long time. Um, but you gotta be crazy to do that shit. Well, the one th- he did extreme championship wrestling, which was very real. I like how we got all the way to wrestling. We <laughs> started with Charlize there, and then it was very real. Yeah, and I'm talking about they would lie in the ring with some wrestling light bulbs and mm-hmm. long tools mm-hmm. and throw each other into them. Oh, barbed wire around the ring. That's that real shit. Extreme championship wrestling. It's uh scary. You know who my favorite wrestler was. Like, uh, the new school wrestlers. Because, see, I still remember some of the old, a lot of the old school wrestlers. Because, you know, I was born in the 80s, raised in the 80s, raised in the 90s, and, you know, so forth and so on. But, um, hey. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. But, um, out of the new school wrestlers would have to be Mick Foley for me. He, he, he um, hosts the show. Mr. Sacco. Okay. Mankind. That's because he was crazy as shit. Get his ass whooped for a minute, but then come back and do some retarded ass shit and win the whole ass match. And I would get up and scream and holler, that's my nigga. Yeah. Him. And then the second one would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Out of the new school wrestlers. Um... And third, The Rock. I can't put him in. And in, in, that's in a new school. I can't because that's honestly when we started watching. But no, I was watching with the old school too. Okay. With uh, uh, Jimmy Fly Snooker, uh, uh, Andre Ooh. the Giant. Watch it, girl. Watch uh, that uh, shit. Uh, who else? Junkyard Dog, Ted, Ted DiBiase, all of them. Like. Watch that series. You know, watch that series. You will really enjoy the shit out of it. That's you know? all. I used to watch all that shit. Um, now, uh, when they merged WCW with them, yeah, that's where Chris Benoit and all of them came. Ben Batista and all of them. Um, they all came from WCW, and um, you could look at Chris Benoit and tell that he wasn't all the way there. No. You know what I'm saying? Was it that right eye? It, it yeah, like it had like a twitch to it. Like he looked like he'd kill your ass for real. But that you know they have to do. That's why they take they take time off. 
like they'll be in the ring for like six months and then they'll be out of their lose or whatever and disappear for like six months and then come back but if you notice like they weight fluctuates because they go from natural muscle to souped up muscle there was a woman that was about to do a boxing match recently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she couldn't make weight and they didn't only, you know, of course, you got to make weight. Mm-hmm. And we know that they use extreme weight methods. Uh-huh. But they, this is the second time they had to call her on her trying to make weight. Uh-huh. Because it was so dangerous. Uh-huh. Um, they had to do it two years ago on her, too. Yeah, that should be, hey, listen. Them, them sports shits and that making weight and all that shit, like, that shit ain't no joke. I remember back in the day when the boy look yeah, with the little young boys. And the boys learned when they was playing football. And they had to make weight to play ball. Yeah. And it was like they either starving themselves damn near or they eating a whole bunch of shit. Uh-huh. Just to make weight for the game on yeah. Saturday. I was reading something that said some people eat ten thousand the rock mm-hmm. eats five thousand calories a day. And they show his meal prep. Uh huh. Uh, there's another guy, I can't think of who it was. He's ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand calories a day. You know? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But of course, if you're burning it, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta put on what you're gonna burn plus more. Yeah. In order to either gain or maintain. Your yeah. Weight. So um, I was being a little hot ass early before I got dressed to go to the funeral, and um. I've come a long way on my weight journey. So I took a picture in my little mirror. And I sent it to a friend of mine. And she was like, bitch, how you get your stomach that flat? And I'm like, bitch, my stomach ain't fucking flat. That's the fucking mirror and these panties. Holding that shit in. Now, I don't have a big fupa. I do have a fupa, though, because I had two C-sections. Um... And I didn't know how to correctly uh, lose the stomach. Also, something that I found out is that they never gave us the proper shit to put our stomachs back in order. Of course. They were supposed the same band that they gave my sister when she had her hernia surgery. Is the same band that they were supposed to give us after after, after having the kids, um, as far as C sections go, because we had our guts cut open, uh-huh. and our muscles don't grow back how they supposed to if you don't have it pressed in the right way. Uh-huh. And being that we didn't have nothing like that, we didn't know nothing yeah, about that. That was about it. So now we have this fupa. That we can't never really get rid of. Like, my stomach will get flat, but I'll always have that little... It won't be as bad, but I'll have my pooch. Um, Even though I don't have no problem, the niggas love my pooch. They even lick on it. Um, And my C-section scar. That should be so funny. Uh, Dude, you just grab my hand, my belly with the ass. Like, yeah, he just grabs it like... Mm-hmm. like I, okay. And be meaning it, too. Like, give me this. I'm like... The exclusive mm-hmm. is there, and I can't really see them. And I, I 
don't know if I said something before and I'll be like, push my stomach. But she got to push it up the way too, so I ain't mad. Now, um, I did a, a 69 with my friend for the first time when we came to break my bed again. Uh-huh. Um, Lord. Yeah. Wild night. Um, I was determined not to let the dick pop out my mouth. Because, you know, a lot of dudes always complain that when they do the 69, the female basically lets the dick just flop out of mouth. Now, granted, I've done that. I was on top. So, but no, even still, like, it got to getting good. But I still had to focus on what I was doing. Yes. I did pretty good. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't just let it go and just go, oh my God, yes. But it was the weirdest shit because I have not. Now, that's one position that I can't come in. Like, from head, if you, like, trying to eat it from the back, or, like, if you up under me and you want me to rise your face, I can't come like that. Okay. Like, it's wet, is it? But for some odd reason, I got to be on my back, legs in the air. For, for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I always be thinking I'm going to smother them or something. I don't know. It was, my mind be doing weird shit. I be thinking, oh, my God, I'm on top. You ain't going to be able to breathe. My thigh's too big. You're going to die. No, how did that? I was on top of his face. I don't want to. I don't want to go through all of that. I don't. That was that. But have you ever sixty nine from the side? Yes. I like that better than any other. I like the thrill. The thrill. I like the thrill of having my ass just on your face like that. And the fact, when they lock your your they, they they arms around your waist and you can't move, it's a beautiful thing. It was like, nigga, let 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 go. You gotta like pry they suction off. Like, man, that'd be the craziest thing in the exclusive. Is I always told my best friend Precious, I said, bitch, the, the nigga that make me square to be the nigga that I marry. Because at that point when I said that shit, I thought that shit was impossible. She bust out laughing when I told her that it went down and it happened. He was like, it wasn't a whole lot, but 
Not that I know how to make you do it. It's like, I'm going to wait till one day when we got, like, everything to ourselves. He's like, I'm going to let your ass have it. And I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I want that. I think I kind of want it. I might want it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. You know me. I'm an asshole. Let's ride this out. So, um, verses. You didn't check these clips. But the versus battle this past Sunday, Saturday, Sunday? It was Sunday night, yeah. Um, it was a Saturday night. No, it was Sunday night. It was Sunday night. Um, KRS won and Big Daddy came. I give a whole hell of a lot of credit to Big Daddy Kane. I knew he was a cold lyricist, but for that nigga to still be able to freestyle the way that he did on young people music too, like well, what's considered young people music to him. So they brought out uh they brought out break dancers. DJ, uh, he had uh, KRS One had DJ uh, Kid Capri. Okay. Um, Big Daddy Kane had DJ Scratch or something. But they both did a little scratchy scratch. DJ uh, Kid Capri did a little freestyle himself. Um, they brought out Dyes Effects. They brought out, uh, Damn, that like a good they brought out, uh, they did the original Ghetto Symphony. Um, well, it ain't Ghetto Symphony, it's just the symphony with them. They did the symphony. Um, they did, uh, Karis One brought out Buckshot. Um, he brought out Mad Lion. Now, I ain't heard Mad Lion in years. Too many suckers and not enough time. I was like, oh shit. Then Dyes Effects came up. I'm in here doing like this and shit. And Bug looking at me like, oh, ma. Like, no, that, that, that's that. I'm like, shit, nigga, this the shit. Going. And I'm mad because I missed Criminal Minded. Criminal Minded. And that's one of my all-time favorite BDP songs. But he did uh, The Bridge Is Over. He did uh, Super Ho. He did Black Cop. He did uh, Step Into The uh, Rapture. Uh -huh. He did that one. Um, that's when he had the break dancers come out. Okay. Um, yeah, they had they had the pop lockers, the break dancers. They was bringing out the old school hip hop. It, when I tell you that vibe was one like no other, and he was like, you know, they was like, we coming to show y'all how we truly did it back in the day. We had showmanship. We had all this shit going for us. It wasn't just about hoes, clothes, and you know, like Big Daddy can't even did his infamous crisscross. 
little, you know, hump dance, you know. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, the dude that he did it with was one of his original dancers from back in the day. No, Big Daddy Kane used to dance with his dancers. Yeah. Even though he was so he was supposed to be like a gangster type nigga, he danced like that was a lot of people. That's what a lot of people didn't realize. Even the hardest niggas that was in hip hop danced or had dancers back in the day. Yeah, it, they used to dance with them. Like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Will Smith used to dance. If you go back and look at his original hit, first of all, let's be real. Hip-hop was started as party music. Yeah. Then you started the storytelling, but it was still party music. Nobody got gangster for real until they saw how N.W.A. sold and how they could capitalize off of it. And that's, you know, everybody's gangster. Cordell was there? Yeah. Who's Ben had something to drink. I just tested it like a month ago. Uh-uh. He told me, he said, we got to get together and we got to smoke. Yes, the fuck we do. Why well, you come on the show? I'm going to have to get him I'm on the show. To, I'm about to send him a message right now. Like, we got to get you on the show, bro. You got to come and fuck with us. Now, he was at the funeral. Because, you know, he worked for games. Yeah. But, you know, he usually be at the one out of uh, Maple, out Lee Road. That's the one I usually always see him at. Every funeral that I've been to out there, that's the one I've seen him at. Um, today, I, and usually in uniform, today I seen him, he was in his regular clothes and he was at the funeral. Right. Um, but that's been my nigga since, oh my God, since I got the tech. Like, I met Cordell in the ninth grade. I met him when I was in ninth grade. And... He was like the coolest person ever. Did Calvin come? Brown? Mm -hmm. No. No. I didn't see. I will say this. It was mainly King Kennedy. I didn't see nobody else outside of King Kennedy, for real, at the funeral except for those that like we know, like Cornbread from Longwood. Um, you know. So it's like. But other than that, it was mainly King Kennedy. Sorry. I just sent him a message. Mm -hmm. Then uh, Saturday, no, was it Yeah, Saturday's verses was Supercat and Friends. Yeah. Who was I missed that. That's the one I missed that I didn't get a chance to check out. But you know, now they had a recaps on. YouTube. Oh no no on Instagram you can go back on oh, the versus okay, page and they okay. and they replay they got like the you know the little circles and shit that be up there they, they had a the replay yeah hey okay so now from what I'm saying from what I'm hearing they are putting together a versus with Busta Rhymes and LL are, okay no now that is not no that's a big no for me. That's a big no I'll for me. Watch it. Yeah, but that's a that's big not no. A competition. That's more like a showcase. Yeah, and because it, it's like they were literally two different eras, like two different eras, two different styles. Yeah, like LL was all Drakeish. I need love because that's who the fuck Drake reminds me of. Except LL could actually rap and write his own shit. Drake don't write his own shit. So, everybody in a history. 
brothers and cousins and shit because uh-huh. they were basically like they looked alike um so that's how i met cordell um it was cordell and carnell uh-huh that's how that went and um i think at one point they had gym with me that's how i even met me okay. them niggas had gym with us and that's what Nail ass started grooming me to, to, to sneak me out the building to get me to the house to fuck me. And it happened. Over, well, it took about a month. Like in school, he just, you know. He said he'd be here Monday at 7 And there it is. Yeah. Get your heads, bro. So. Next week, I'm going to send you notes to research. I'm going to buy uh, a, a, a poster boards. Poster boards? Yeah. What are you going to talk about? We're going to write on them. What are we going to write on them? What are we going to say on the show? Oh, it's going to be my handwriting? No, well, no, it ain't got to be. No, I'm just I, saying, no, you're going to give me the notes. Okay. The notes that you give me that you didn't research, I'm gonna put bullet points on the, the, okay. the, the cards. So and how about I'm trying to stay on my roll with this thing here. I'm always jogging for a better position. That's how I made it in life. Um I'm, I'm just, like this show is loose. Mm-hmm. We do as we do. This show, this next show is not going to be loose. No, this is not going to be loose. This is going to be click, click, boom. Um, We're going to be adding, like like I said, well, my cousin Brittany, she's going to be, like, the field reporter. So we're going to have, like, clips and stuff that we put in. So it's, like, literally, like, I have somebody here recording. Like, we'll record for, like, maybe 30, 40 minutes, however long it takes for us to, you know, get our lines out, whatever, whatever, you know. Um. I gotta write the lines out. That's what I got. So that's what I'm gonna be doing this weekend while I'm off. Um, still doing the, um, you know, getting what they're gonna say, how they're gonna introduce themselves. We're supposed um, to be at Joe House tonight. At who house tonight? Joe House. He never said nothing. He did say, okay, I'll go 
Yeah, no, we never. But we then I realized it was a Browns game. Yeah. Football, yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, um. The format for the talk shows is gonna be. You know, we're going to have our formats. We're going to have guests that come on. And we're going to talk to them about whatever our topic is. And then, you know, get they feeling about it. And then move on. Like, sort of like how, like, the late the David like Letterman the show. Shit like that. Like, have you ever seen, like, uh, the man? Jay Carlos Mencia asks a white person. Shit like that. Like, that's the type of shit that I want to do. Like, have you ever seen the threads on, like, Twitter or Reddit? Martha Stewart and all of them started that shit. And it was another one. It was something towards the black people. It was something like, uh, why do y'all think ginger ale is a medicine? <laughs> and somebody posted that because it is. <laughs> it, it always speaks what ails me. It was so open and funny. I thought it was the funniest shit ever. Because I, heard... I can catch him, I was so oh. But I love when you can have open forums like that because... That's mainly what it is. White folks don't understand. Black folks, black folks don't understand. White folks, well, we understand y'all for the most part. We just, we just don't understand that you, why y'all do the shit that y'all do. Like, we, we, we know y'all do it. That's why y'all can come live amongst us and we don't care. Y'all the only ones that have problems with us living amongst y'all. That's the craziest thing in the world. Like, they can come and live amongst us and can live peacefully. Because we're not going to bother them. We don't bother each other, for real, for real. Right. You know, in a, in a traditional black community, you have the families that you fuck with, and you have the families that you ain't allowed to go over their house. Yeah. That's just how that go. It was always one or two white folks that lived in the neighborhood, but nobody fucked with them. They were allowed to live peacefully. They didn't come to the cookout. Even if they didn't come to the cookout, they were still allowed to live peacefully. We didn't fuck with them. We didn't rob them. We didn't bust out their windows. We didn't... Spray paint, hunky go home, shit like that. We didn't do that. Yeah, just no, just show up. Yeah, come, come kick come it. Get a plate. Just come get a plate. Don't you ain't gotta bring shit. Just come eat. And a lot of them be shocked when you say that uh-huh. because they're not used to it. But when we go and move out into their neighborhoods, they immediately want to move. They immediately look at us with their nose is turned up. They automatically think we sell dope or, you know, we're like some rich rapper or whatever. Um, or affirmative action. No, my friend went to Mexico mm-hmm. on his honeymoon. And he's about 6'2". I remember he found he was 6'2". He was so excited because he thought he was only 6'1". We were in our fucking late 20s by this time. Um, and he went to Mexico mm-hmm. on his honeymoon, and they thought he played in the NBA. Because his gear is, you know, sports Yeah, gear, you know yeah. What and, um, they got comped so much shit. They thought he was a celebrity. Just along the same way. Uh-huh. He was not on the show and love side. Right. But... 
a lot of that shit can honestly be fixed with education. Um, right now, I'm not on the whole racial thing. You know, have you looked into CRT? No. Critical race theory? Uh-uh. Okay. I can't wrap my head around it. It's something about it I'm not understanding. I think the basis of the idea is decent. I think the structure of the plan is crap. There's always a crappy I've plan. I've to read up on it, and I don't understand it. So the basis of it is explaining to non-people of color. Mm-hmm. This is where the issue lies. Mm-hmm. How you lay out that plan to explain it is something totally different. But it's not the kids that it lies in. People are taught mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. racist. Mm-hmm. So y'all need to some night classes uh, for, these the, for these parents. Um, I definitely agree wholeheartedly. Most racism comes from home. Like we, I saw a picture the other day, and um, it was a picture of a little black boy in the cage at a human zoo in 1955, Belgium. Okay. Now, we both know 1955 really wasn't that long ago. These people are still alive. They taught this shit to their kids. Their kids are alive. Even if they're not alive, their kids are alive. They literally treated Africans, black people, melanated people all over the world as animals. Right. Like, it's sickening when you look at that shit. Like, it, it hurts. Like, you, you really be hurt from looking at that. And, and any melanated person feels, but like, where I work at, they bring in a lot of, of the Africans. The, the Congo refugees, stuff like that, they bring them in. And um, everybody try to treat them fucked up or don't talk to them. I talk to them. Give them pound, all kind of shit. Hey, what's up? Like the one girl, she asked me, she said, your hair is always so pretty. Where do you get your hair? I told her exactly where it gave her, the exact location, the whole now. She came back to work about a month later. My, remember my, my my birthday wig that I had? Uh-huh. The blonde braided uh, wig. wig. She bought her a, a black and like a blondish brown. Mm-hmm. Like like that reddish brown color. Uh-huh. That two-tone. She bought that and she came to work with it laid down perfectly and everything. I was like, girl, girl, I love it. Right. She said, oh, thank you, thank you. I got went to the same place you went to that you told me to go. She literally went. She got her some lashes. Like, hey, listen, y'all cousins. What's up? Yeah. I'm not about to treat y'all no different. Listen, once y'all got off that boat, y'all became one of us. I got one I ain't worked with four, five years. He sent me a car for every Arbor Day. I get a car for every damn holiday. Mm-hmm. Love him. I wanted to come where I'm at, but he like what he asked. So I was like, Fucking the shoes. Stay where you at. Damn, mm-hmm. but if you get tired, you know where I'm at. Uh-huh. You know. Um, I found that thread, by the way. So, black guy asked a, asked a question on the TV show House Hunters. How the hell do you guys get approved for a million dollar home loan with jobs like 
butterfly refugee caseworker and part-time heirloom tomato therapist. <laughs> there was pretty much, you know, they're actors. That was the answer. Right, the right. And he was like, because I had to give, I had to promise the more chummy blood and virgin once every summer solstice and give the underwear a dry hand job whilst, whilst wearing war paint to get my damn home on. Another one. Why don't y'all use washcloths? And it said, white person answered, the washcloths in my bathroom for decoration like sacred in color or hanging from, from something like an accessory. I don't care, you care about most of us, but I was taught they look not, to look at them not and go, that's nice there, instead of actually losing, using them. And then somebody put, um, I have, I have washcloth PTSDs. My, I dearly love my parents, but there was one goddamn washcloth in the shower for everybody. <laughs> Oh. And she said, I actively run from washcloths. And she said, oh, hold on, let me roll back. She says, I don't know what the hell was up with that. But that means I could have washed, they could have washed my dad's ass, my mom's clothes, my brother's balls, then my face. She said, I run from washcloths. I see you use washcloths hanging in the tub, I die inside. Washcloths are not multi-use and not for multiple people. <laughs> Who the fuck that? Who told you that you was only supposed to have one washcloth for everybody? This is the white your pa your parents was nasty. <laughs> this is the white person's answer. And it said, "Oh my God, I know what I I, I know what I think you may need at least one session of therapy to specifically address the washcloth story. I think you may need a session just for having. I think I need a session just for having read it." That ranks real high on the hot, nasty mess meter. That's, that's at the top of the hot, nasty mess meter. So another person posted, what the hell is a pinch of salt supposed to do? And then the white person replied back, I'm sorry, but that seems way too spicy. An entire pinch of salt. And he said, please tell me y'all joking when y'all say it's spicy, please. He said, it's the equivalent of the cook. It's, it's the cooking equivalent to I'm helping. Some people actually think salt is spicy. You never heard this? No. Okay, so one of the chicks I used to work with, we went to um, Outback. Like the job sent us out to the steakhouse because we had been COVID tested. Mm -hmm. We never chance to eat. I called HR said, we're hungry. And they said, go get something to eat. Just send us the bill. We went to Outback, right? And we had went out to eat with her before. And she's uh, early 50s, mm -hmm. white lady. And she said, she always say stuff is spicy. So we always fuck with her about it. Now this particular day, her shirt was really, really like spicy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for last Christmas, I bought her um, salt and pepper shakers. And one says salty and one says spicy. Full mm -hmm. green bean casserole. White person answered. Dorcas Riley, who died last year. Why? To sell Campbell soup. And they put the link to her bio. She died to sell Campbell soup? No, she died the year before this was posted. Oh. Like Toll House Cookies. There's a lady that made Toll House Cookies. And she sold the recipe for a lifetime supply of chocolate. <sighs> Bitch, they make billions off of Toll House Cookies. Do you realize the fuck you did? So, okay, there's another one. This one, this one actually makes sense. What does that make fake smile mean when y'all walk past a black person and make eye contact? 
that white person responded. It means I'm, it means hello. We do it to any person we see. And then another white person posted, I smile like that at everyone I pass. It's like I'm acknowledging your presence and trying to be polite, but please don't talk to me. I have anxiety. <laughs> Why don't we ever hear about y'all talk about y'all cousins? White people, from what I know, are not a huge family-oriented people. Like for my family, I say we are, and that's seeing extended once or twice a year. White people tend to want to move far away from home. IDK, why? But everyone lives in different states and towns. And then another white person says, because we don't trust people. And then, she, then somebody else posted, we don't like them. These are white people answering black people questions. Mm, mm, mm. Why they don't wear shorts in the wintertime? I still can't, or in flip-flops. I can't figure that shit out to save my life. What the fuck is wrong? It's cold as fuck out here. I'm cold for you. Why do you have on fucking shorts? See, that's what Honestly, I'm saying. my body handles the cold a lot better than the heat. When it hits 80 degrees, I'm sweating, often got a headache. Irritable and just unhappy. Reptiles. It takes a lot for the cold to start to bother me, but once I'm cold, it takes about a day or two to warm up, LOL. So the truth is, I'd rather just be cold than warm and if i know i gotta be outside for five minutes of shorts i'm okay with that and then somebody else posted cold weather doesn't bother me and then somebody posted at the end i love the fact that all white people are, are participating peacefully and actually asking questions instead of complaining and calling us racist you go white people today i'm proud i'm proud of y'all today that shit was so funny man yeah but again it was a form that needed to be had. Yeah, that needed to be had. These are questions that black folks had. Like, I was watching the Mind of Mencia. This was back in the day. This had to be like the early 2000s. And um, I'm watching the Mind of Mencia, and he had that segment on his show called Ask White People. And um, they asked white people why do they have that extra bone in they foot that black people don't have. You ain't never noticed that? That's because you don't. You have a normal ankle like black people. Have you ever looked at the back of your father's ankle? No, I look back. at it next time I see him. Next time you, or just any random white person. I don't know. He's more black than white. Go on. Any random white person you see, you look at the back of their ankle, like how our ankles are made. Theirs look like the hind leg of a dog. Uh, it's like the Achilles tendon. They got like an extra, like from they, they, the heel of their foot up to like right below that back muscle. Okay, yeah, the tendon. It, it's weird shape. It don't look it's like. Thin, it's triangular. It don't, black folks don't got that. Well, here's my question. They have it and we can't see it because in actuality most black persons are built thicker nope. than others. We don't have certain structures like, like what we not see the Hawaiians as well. And it's, it's the weirdest shit because some Hawaiians like their lower their calves are huge. Yeah. It's like what the f- Fuck, why is your legs that goddamn it? That gotta be like a, a disability or I something. I was reading something and it said, uh, you remember the movie 
lower stitch. Uh -huh. And it was like, shout out to Disney for finally drawing people how they look. And they were talking about the sister's lower half. Uh-huh. How she had the thicker legs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because Samoan women are damn near can't. But a lot of people don't know that Samoans are like distant cousins of Africans. Like, the last queen of Hawaii. The one that drowned? That drowned. Um, Do you know how she drowned? She sent letters. Asking for help. Asking for help to Africa. But she yeah. didn't know that Africa was under attack like Africa was under attack. It's three years. Yeah. different things as such as racism um one of the biggest lies or misconceptions that we are taught as black people is that we're the minority and that's a whole ass lie we're the majority you know what I'm saying um We can get deep on that, but I ain't gonna get deep on that. So we're gonna leave that alone. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Ah, fuck it. We ain't gonna get into that. But I still remember to this day, Mr. Iskovic. I love Iskovic's class. First of all, I've always been a history buff. Always. Um, I've always been a truth seeker. So, as Mr. Iskovic was teaching us world history in the 10th grade, and I was like 15, 16 years old, and um, he got us writing notes about all this different stuff going on, and I'm thinking in my head, like, world history ain't shit but the story of how white folks went and took over the world, and they basically did get down or lay down. All over, wherever they went, wherever they landed, is give me your shit or we killing y'all. And y'all gonna pray to our God. Period. End of discussion. Um. A friend of mine on Instagram always asked the question, who were you before 1492? Before Christopher Columbus came, before slavery started, before slavery was even okayed by the Catholic Church and the Spanish Catholic Church, before it was okayed by any of them, who were you before 1492? Who were you before 1900s? A lot of people don't know that. And 
every hundred years they do a reset. And when they do that reset, they can change history as they see fit. Naturally. Because who's really alive that could say, this ain't it? Yep. And we're the government. We can tell you we're going to change what the fuck we want to change. And they're going to learn what we tell you to learn. And that's... But... And everything is Rockefeller approved. There is a plethora of information available in the school book, but is it enough? No, it's not enough. Because when you dedicate X amount of pages to this, but only two pages to that, you know, that's a problem. So you're further further propagating to the Mm. propaganda. Yeah, of course. Um, What you want your children to learn. Uh Uh-huh. They're going to learn this. So this ties back to just actually ties but back that to also, CRT. but that also goes back. It, it, it doesn't just cover general education. Now, when we talk about what you want to learn, right? They also took over the medical field as such too. They give you exactly what they want you to learn. Because it, it's, it's and it's once you go off into holistic medicine and all of these other things, they shun you because that's not what you were taught. That's not what you're taught. And that's not what's going to keep the big pharmaceutical companies going. And it's such a shame that there was so much that you read now that um, says they don't think people of color felt pain. Am I not a person like you? Are we not both persons? They did not think we they were. They didn't think that way. They thought we were animals. And that's not even, we're not even talking about Africans. We're, we're talking about people of color, period. Because, see, all the people of color had their time with the lighter races treating us badly. There was, hold on, I looked at it. So we talk about here, we had to last quite a bit. Right. You know. Um, they just they, they just got a lawsuit together. They yeah, I, I was trying to find it. I yeah. Thought I, I thought I, I, no, I, I saw it the other day. They, uh, I don't know if it was on the shade room. I but but they're literally they just got a lawyer who will take the case because mm-hmm. for a while lawyers wouldn't even touch the case. And it's crazy why would I touch the case? It's been out since the fucking seventies as proof when they posted it in the fucking Rolling Stone. My father, my parents, they were born in the same year. Both graduated high school in seventy six. Now my thing is this here with the medical profession. I don't give a fuck if you take my blood in the hospital. That's still my fucking blood. Yeah. <coughs> you don't get to claim domain over my blood because you took too much. All you need is a drop, truly, to test my blood. So you don't is- need a whole ass tubal ligation and shit. So the issue with the Henrietta Lacks thing, mm-hmm. it wasn't her blood. It was her cancerous tumor. So they're still hers. They, they're still hers. And I'm not, I'm just putting it for Right, no, 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 right, right. Anything. Um, they were taken from her because she had tumors everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kept growing. They just kept, they wouldn't stop growing. Mm-hmm. Once something is outside the body, generally, unless under the right conditions, it will stop growing. Mm-hmm. Hers was just every fucking where, you know? So that's when they're like, oh, I can do some research on these. 
and I can go on to win a, a prize for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can, you know, this woman's kids can still live in a fucking shack, uh-huh. but my name is on this. And by the way, we're going to name them a white name. Uh-huh. We're going to name them Henry, Helen Lane Sales, uh-huh. which if I said on the show before, it's kind of funny to me because it's my grandmother's actual name. Not funny, but ironic, I guess. So, I'm sure they named her because she died broke. But, right. you know, um, it's like, wow, y'all was so scared of racial things that you changed the name on this woman's sales. Uh-huh. And then, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say... Listen, I wouldn't even say racial. This was a way to not have to pay the family for... Oh, they didn't tell them for 25 years. Again, so if I change the name and got these sales going, you're not going to... But you got to remember, too. You got to remember, too. They didn't have the technology that we have now. Uh-huh. So how would they have found out in the first damn place? Exactly. But Henrietta likes the pretty black lady now. Uh-huh. You know... So we're going to rename them something that's less threatening, and for a phraseology of the day, uh-huh. you know, to something more appealing to the public who will take our publication seriously, you know, because everything had an origin. Hell, uh-huh. there's a fucking, um, I want to say bacteria or star or something named after Frank Zappa, you know, there's one named after Sonic the Hedgehog. Every name has an origin, so we have to hide the origin of these sales. We, as the medical community, know they're not harmful, but the social stigma with anything that is not white helping somebody who is white was an issue. Uh-huh. But also in that, even if they, at baseline, I mean baseline, more of medical science. Bottom line, they never told the family, period. There was no way in hell that they were going to find out about that until somebody broke the story. There's no internet. They're not going to go ask people. I had a teacher whose parents didn't question when they gave their daughter a spinal tap. And she was fucking her because back in the day, you didn't question uh-huh. the white doctors. Uh-huh. You just rolled with it. Uh-huh. You know? So that's unfortunately a, a, another mark in the dark period of medical science. I got another one for you. They had, when AIDS first came out, it was still gay cancer, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. There were doctors sending stuff in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. But there was a doctor in one country that had a beef with another country and fucked up all the samples that they sent. Sent back to research fucking decades. So the medical community just as fucking petty as everybody goddamn else. And now that they're being paid, see, this this is the one thing that America fucked up with. As far as their, as far as their their government goes, lobbyists. Yeah, that's where we fucked up at. Cause see, the lobbyists are paying our politicians to go against us. Yep. You want to know why your politician vote against every fucking thing that's decent for you? Because the lobbyists and paid them to go against you. And what they going home and doing? Telling their family, hey, don't do this. Right. And you know what really... <coughs> brought <coughs> Their families are exempt from taking the fucking vaccine. You know what really brought it into perspective for me? was an episode of Family Guy. It was an episode of Family Guy. And Peter was lobbying for uh, cigarettes. Uh-huh. 
cigarettes for kids. That's what it was. Cigarettes for babies or something like that. Everything right? is better with a bag of weed. Bag of weed, a bag of weed. Everything's better with a bag of weed. Um, and Stewie is in the galley. And he's coughing. Because he's smoking all these damn cigarettes. You know? <laughs> I wish I could get more than ever fucking cigarettes. But that's what he was getting paid to do in that particular episode because we all know he worked in the brewery. Uh-huh. But he might have worked in the toy factory back there before Mr. Weed died. Yeah. The Nan was it Nan Paul Tucket, Nantucket. Paul Tucket. Paul Tucket. Wherever mm -hmm. it is, the brewery. And then what was a fucking toy factory called? I can't think. Happy go lucky toys or something like that. But lobbyists do not have your best interest at heart. It's at all mind in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. We talked about Mark, uh, Mark Shrekler before. Uh -huh. He took a pill that cost thirteen dollars and fifty cent a dose. Uh huh. It made it seven hundred dollars a dose. Uh huh. Because he fucking could. Uh huh. Not because he cared about the general public. Uh huh. And their welfare. Because I want to make more money. Uh huh. And you know, a lot of people didn't know that. The people that they put in place to battle shit like that took the money and voted for shit like that. Yeah. And like when uh, the EpiPens went up, a lot of people didn't know that it was the Democrats that pushed that over. And you got the few politicians they that wanted to, against the grain. They wanted to blame. Like, that's why they, they done banned the Kennedys. The Kennedys is like the Weasleys in the Harry Potter movies. Because they go against... They are the blood traitors. Oh, the blood traitors. Yeah, they're the blood... You know how, like, on, in Harry Potter you had the Weasleys, there was a redhead family. Mm-hmm. White people. But they was a pure blood family, but they didn't fuck with the rest of the pure bloods. They didn't... They, they fucked with the muggles. So uh -huh. to speak, the muggles. The people. They fucked with the people. No matter whether they was magical or not magical, they fucked with them. Mm -hmm. So, in that case, our politicians and shit are the pure bloods. No, they're the pure bloods. And the bourgeoisie. Yeah. And the Kennedys are the Weasleys. Uh huh. They're pure blood. But they, 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 I don't they, like what you're doing yeah, here. Yeah, you know. And this is why now Ted Kennedy is one of the, the top 15, top 12 motherfuckers that can't have a social media page. Really? Because he's telling the truth about the vaccines. And this is why um, we have... You have the few and far between politicians mm -hmm. who will actually speak up. Mm -hmm. Like I've said many but times, but when they speak up, they're, they're they silent. Speak, yeah, in one uh, form or uh, another, uh -huh. generally through death. Uh -huh. But there was, um, I tell people a lot of shit I've done in my careers, and I say careers, I've done a lot of different things. But what one thing I've always done is I've, I've fought for my staff and my coworkers. Mm -hmm. You know, because y'all ain't gonna listen. I don't give a shit about working here tomorrow. I'll get another job, you know. But there are some who feel that this is all that they have, uh -huh. and they're afraid. But they still are not being treated well. Uh huh. Like, well, I wanted to be a lawyer, 
And when I wanted to be a lawyer, I wanted to be a labor relations lawyer. Mm -hmm. You know, let's talk about this. You know, because there's that one person I'm going there and say, hey, we need to have a discussion because nobody else will. Mm -hmm. That's why I was good working at the union store. You know, um, except I kind of fucked up the raises one year, but that was, that only fucked up one person, but I felt really bad after that. Um, I used to do union negotiations and the union rep would take my shoes. Because I did threaten to throw a shoe at somebody. She said, give me your shoes right now. Okay. Have them. Throw up the shit. And she kept my shoes for two and a half days. I don't really want to hit no damn body with a shoe. I still want to work here, but still. But it's still like it's it's a it's a really fucked up time. It's a freeing time. It's a fucked up time. Um, we are literally witnessing the fall of America. Yeah. And a lot of people are not realizing what is going on. And this is why I say at this point, like a lot of people was mad at Trump and the people that ran up on Capitol Hill. But the Constitution states that if the current government is corrupt and unjust, you are literally supposed to go in and dismantle that government and start all over again. The people have that power. They exercise that power. The media demonized them. But people don't read. A lot of people didn't care about history and, and Declaration of Independence and the Constitution or what was actually in the Constitution. But do you know that we're the, one of the only countries that does not go back and look at our Constitution periodically? Mm -hmm. So those laws or consti constitutes amendments. <laughs> Five glasses in, ladies and gentlemen. I still remember amendments. That were written in 1776 or whatever mm -hmm. have not been rewritten. We've added, but we have not rewritten any fucking thing. Yeah. You know? Now, there are certain things that were not purposely touched on, I'm sure, mm -hmm. in the Constitution, so it can still transcend generations. Mm -hmm. But we about 20 generations in, it's about time to relook at that. A lot. I don't think a militia is going to come out fucking door and need a place to sleep. You know? But we don't know. Look at what's going on now. This is true, but you ain't sleeping like, here. No, we, and we don't have to. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, that's why they're trying so hard to take the Second Amendment right. That's the one I will fucking keep. But this is what a lot of people don't realize. When you have a government that's trying to take control of a people, I don't need you having a gun. Look at China. Yeah. This is what America is trying to do now. Look at South Korea. This is how they push. North Korea, I'm sorry. This is how they push. This is how they all started with it. Germany, mm -hmm. North Korea, China, all those communist tyrant countries 
this is how they all started. We create a fear. Mm -hmm. We make you give up your rights. Because we tell you we're going to save you. And then you're owned by moi. Now, when you look at, like, again, I always suggest that people go watch Red Dawn. Okay. Red Dawn is, you know, a lot of people don't realize that movies... They tell you a lot of shit. Red Dawn was one of them. Um, we are living Red Dawn right now. What people don't know is China has bought America. Yeah. That's what Trump was really trying to stop. Uh huh. He knew it was coming. That's that's why he didn't fuck with the Chinese. That's why he was like, no, China virus, hell no. And they demonized him. We're coming to take control of this. But that once again. And but when you have the media as the because again in Germany the media got put on trial too because y'all propagated shit. Mm -hmm. Y'all could have stopped a lot of shit. Y'all could have reported the truth and y'all didn't. Yeah. Y'all chose to run with a narrative because you were paid to run with a narrative. And those that went against the grain of the narrative got shunned, fired, the whole night. And there are, you know, you just said something. You said China virus. I'm sorry. I still think that's funny. And as fuck. it, no, it, it's not even that. It's not funny. Um, but it made me think about, remember when I told you that there are assholes in every race? Uh-huh. In every race, I'm uh -huh. sorry. Um, the persons who, not the people that hit it, because they probably hit it for their safety. Uh -huh. The persons that said, hey, we're going to hide this. You're going to hide it, or we're going to end you, uh -huh. are the assholes of that race. Uh -huh. Okay? There were plenty of people who tried to get the truth out. Uh -huh. um, and everybody who's been trying to get the truth out has been silenced. Has been silenced. Has been ostracized has been like when they talked about these different drugs that are already on the market that help cure mm -hmm. the coronavirus mm -hmm. and these were that they were made the media made them to be clowns when that black woman doctor came out and was talking about a lot of people did use that and it did help clear their symptoms and here's the issue that came with that what they were using was not Okay, so you get a pill, right? A pill has the actual medication in it and it has the binders in it, okay? And some people, they got generics, they have different binders. They have name brand, they have different binders. Mm -hmm. The issue that was faced with that, they were taking fish tank cleaner. You could, you have cooking vinegar and you have cleaning vinegar. Mm -hmm. They're two different strengths, they're two different things. You can't cook with cleaning vinegar. But you can clean with cooking them, you know. So those people that are coming up dead were doing it wrong, essentially, you know. Because they hear this name, they say, hey, I got some of that shit. And they go up and fucking take fish chain drops. But there's a different version of the same thing that you could have been using. Okay, so. So when it's Again, we also have, not only do we have... Ignorant people. We have dumbass people and that's where in every so when race. When you're hearing it in the media, 
But see, it was also on the media to say, don't take the fish tank don't drop. Don't take the fish That's tank exactly drop. Exactly. exactly. Don't take the fish tank drop. They immediately went, oh, you're a dumbass. You're this, you're that. And it's like, no, y'all failed to explain what that person was even talking about. So y'all take clips. Y'all take clips of what a person said. Loop that shit to how y'all want that shit to sound. Because y'all can do We can do anything long story with... Short, long story short, they heard a name. There was no further explanation as to how to get this into your body properly and safely. You know, do I doubt that it actually works? Hell no. I don't, not at all. I will not go buy ringworm medicine. I will go get a cotton ball and fucking some bleach. And dab it on you two to three times a day for the next three days. And you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I've actually talked to doctor and to not ordering nice stamping powder for somebody. Hey, I'm about to go get some cornstarch. Mm-hmm. Let me try this for two days. If it don't start clearing up, I will get the nice stamp, which costs like $100 a fucking bottle. Mm-hmm. And cornstarch lasts for 70 goddamn years. It costs a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm a big proponent of holistic things. Mm-hmm. You know, let me try this. Let me try that. You know, I won't take the kids to the doctor for three days. You better be dying. Your mother's a nurse. Man, listen, listen, listen. Because, listen, my, thank God. I will not wipe a Gordon duct tape, though. I will, I, I will say this. I am absolutely glad that my grandmother was alive when my son was born. Let me get some sweet oil. All the different little shit that she taught me. Mm-hmm. The brown and the flour to cure up the, 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 diaper, the rash. diaper rash. Same as cornstarch. Um... And you only brown the flour to cook it. Yeah. This flour has bacteria. Yeah. In it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that bacteria clear up that shit that's down there, fuck with that baby's skin. And literally, it, that shit would be gone in 28, 24 to 48 hours. You're browning the flour to kill the bacteria. Mm. The flour itself is the drying agent that you need. Uh huh. Um, Cornstarch, same thing. Yeah. I had a lady, like, okay, so chicks with big boobs. Mm-hmm. I don't have that issue. I'm still waiting on my starter set to come in. I have that issue because only because I've breastfed twice, so my titties have low self-esteem. It, I, I got one bigger than the other one. Anyway, I got it. We are the BNC. Anyway, if you go, if, in the summertime especially, mm-hmm. it's my shit. I choose you, baby. Okay, so if you get that underboob sweat or hit them, you got to powder them roll. Uh-huh. It's not Johnson & Johnson. Now, I have to do I have to do that down up under my little super flat. It's not the shower. The shower you want to use. Oh, no. You get you a little nice pat of that cornstarch. Uh-huh. I have bathroom cornstarch. We can't cook with this shit. It stays in the bathroom. I'm laying in the bed. I said, Jay, bring me the bathroom cornstarch. One day Jay calls me, right? Mm-hmm. She went somewhere with her dad. They went out of town. Mm-hmm. And she packed one pair less underwear that she needed. Mm-hmm. So when she got back, her little legs were red. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all ain't got no bathroom cornstarch over there. She was like, no. I said, I'm, I'm going to call you back. I said, go get her some cornstarch. For what? Go get her some cornstarch. What the fuck you need to know? Go get her some, you go get her some, I'll bring it over there if I need to. I said, she not missing school tomorrow. She know what to do with it. You clean that shit, you dry it real good, and you slap that cornstarch on. You'll be fine in the morning. And there it is. But, 
those are considered a lot of young girls did not listen these things were not passed down like I didn't have to go to the emergency room just to get a prescription for some motion I had motion in the cabinet already yeah you know what I'm saying certain shit I kept in the cabinet because you're supposed to have this shit when you got a this job let me okay my daughter's father's not stupid by any means mm-hmm. but he got put under a logo for his teeth to get taken out and i think that he had a little adverse effect to it right mm-hmm. he called me from the drugstore i said send me a picture of your scripts he never sent the picture right he called me and he told me what they were he's like i don't know what the fuck this shit is right I said, call me when you get to the pain relief aisle in the drugstore. Do not take this to the pharmacist, right? This fool could not understand that acetaminophen was Tylenol and ibuprofen was Motrin because he was under anesthesia. (laughs) He's like panicking in the aisle. Just like last year, he's panicking in the aisle. And I said, go home. I will bring you something as soon as I get off of work. Because he would not understand that fucking ibuprofen is Motrin and acetaminophen because he was under anesthesia. You know, that shit was so funny to me. I said, next time you go get teeth pulled, I'm going with you. Because you were under a local and you acting like this. You know? That is funny as fuck. Yeah. So we had a good night tonight. We don't went. We did a good hour and fifty three minutes. Oh wow! By ourselves. Yeah, by ourselves. <sighs> um. Long live Big Mix. Long live Big Mix. I love you, bro. That's all I got for that. Um. I had a good time. Seeing people that I have not seen in years. Some of the people I don't even remember their names, but they knew me. Um, gave me the biggest hugs and shit. And I was like, wow. Ain't seen you in years. Smoke bug with me and everything. You know, but it, it was just a good, good atmosphere, good love. Um, Stay tuned, people. We got more shit coming, more hot shit coming. It's 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 gonna it's gonna pop off. Monday we'll be having a special guest, Cordell. Yes, Cordell D'Antoni. He will be in the building. He is a uh, mortician. He's a mortician. He's a mortician. Which is crazy. Okay, so there's For a Gaines show called. Funeral Home. Did you ever watch Gravity Falls? I never watched it. Okay, so there's a character named Robin, mm-hmm. and Robin's parents are morticians. Mm-hmm. And they're the most upbeat people you ever see. Like they show up at a uh, a festival, uh-huh. and they walk in like, "Oh my God, hope there's no accidents!" <laughs> and they walk into, and they're like wearing sweater vests and shit. They're the most happiest people. They make cookies and shit for Robin's friends, and they're just the happiest folks. But they're morticians on the show. Like you have to watch to get the full gravity of what I'm saying. You know what movie I'ma watch? My girl. That was my shit. What movie? My Girl. My Girl. With Thomas J. Uh-huh. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was it Anna Paquin? Yeah. Somebody was, there was a... Uh, Dan Aykroyd. There was a... Uh, did you read the book, Bridge to Terabithia? 
No, I never read the book. They made a movie. Unfortunately. They made a movie about it. And there was a part where one of the characters passed away. And I just happened to come across it, because I read the book years ago, mm -hmm. like second, third grade. Mm -hmm. And it, they didn't make it, the movie to me were adults. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that it came across my Pinterest, and it said, and it was some black guy saying, like, if you ain't cry during this scene, you fucking lying. You know? When the character died, it reminded me of my girl. Nah, she I needs didn't. her, he needs his glasses, he can't see without his glasses. Yeah, that fucked me up. I cried. Mm -hmm. I cried when Thomas J died. She just broke down. It broke her. I'm a ball. Counting all day like the clock on the wall. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Get money. I ain't never ran from a I don't want you to ever look at his old self like, what happened? Who? Wayne? And there was something, it was a, a picture of him next to Future, and it was like a fake drug user versus a real drug user. Uh -huh. And see, that was the thing, shit. We gonna talk about how we did this shit. We not gonna actually do this shit. We see how these niggas look for real. Like... Lil Wayne, so you can tell he unhealthy because his hair. Yes, it's that's, the hair. It's the, a lot of people don't understand. That's why his hair looked like that. His insides is not healthy. Because your hair is nothing but waste. Your hair is getting fed by the vitamins and the oils that you put inside your body. And if you just put bullshit inside your body. And he been putting a lot of bullshit inside his body for a very long time. And he ain't but so big. That's why his dreads is not growing how they supposed to. No. That's why his hair is not growing. He's starting to lose more. That's why he had to, to dye it. Yeah. To make it look like something. It got, but it's like, no, nah, baby, it's, go ahead and cut that off. Cut it off. Start all over again. Get yourself on the inside him. That way, when your hair comes out your scalp, it's healthy. Yep. That was back when he was city boy. And not, uh, two chains. Chain. On that note, we out this bitch. Tonight, peace. You don't know me. Remember, you don't know me.